All right, so you're down the road. Uh, you have a new job. Oh, fantastic. Uh, you're working at the number one cheese grater company in Texas. Oh, what's my position? Um, you, you're sort of a, a jack of all trades. Okay. They actually like start calling you that at work. They never call you by your name. They're just, they just call you Jack. All right. <laughs> so they'll be like, uh, hey, could, uh, could you hand me my Dr. Pepper, Jack? And you're like, yeah, and you hand it to them. But they're like always impressed by everything you do. You, oh. They just think you have a cool name. That's cool. The name they picked for me, they think it's cool? Yeah, they call you the Jack of Diamonds. Oh, I like that. And so uh, you're like uh, working and shit. And things are going okay, like I said. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's whatever. You work at this place, It's uh, you become a professional uh, old person walker. <laughs> Where what it is, is there are senior citizens who are like, you know, I, I, like, I need to cross the street at, you know, 12th and Main or whatever to get to the... You know the coffee shop, but I need someone to walk me across the street, and and you're and you're that fucking someone. Okay, so this is like an app. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's called uh, it's called Old Habits Die Hard. <laughs> I'm not killing the old people, right? I don't. Have, I don't have to. <laughs> the uh, the logo of the company is a um, a senior citizen run over by a car. <laughs> So what it is, is if you're a senior citizen, uh, you sign up for old habits, die hard. And it's like, I need, I, I need to be walked across the street here, or I need to be walked across the street there. It's basically just street walking. Okay. And, uh, what happens is, uh, you're, you're given like a gun and what happens is you're given like a shotgun and it's not loaded. Okay. That's good. And what, what it is, is, is you walk the old people across the street and you have like a, a shotgun kind of, you know over your shoulder or whatever. And so people are just like, all right, like not only is it an old person, but that person has like a gun. So we'll wait. So things are kind of going okay. Like work wise. That's good. That's good to know. You're working there. You, you have a, a coworker that you just fucking get along with. Uh, Matilda Von Pakistan. Beautiful name. Yeah. They come from the Von Pakistan family. They're from uh, the Swiss Alps. It's a total coincidence. <laughs> the Von Pakistan family, they uh along they've been they've been along for they've been a you know a, a dynasty for a very long time and they they actually invented uh playing piano with uh, two hands. Wait, wait, they invented that? Yeah, a long time ago. So everyone else had been doing it with one hand. Yeah. Okay, and they were the first to think you could use both hands while yeah. you're doing this. And people, okay. people were like freaking out about it. They were like, like they would do live demonstrations and, and like the peasants would show up and they're like, there's no way they can play piano with two hands. Then it happens and it fucking inspired a whole generation, dude. Like, like without this, without the, the Von Pakistan family, like Bach would have just been a, f a fucking stupid idiot. Yeah. So like, uh, they're actually a pretty important group. It's just, you know, they have a kind of an odd name, but you know, whatever. Whatever. So you're working there. 
things are going uh, okay. You you end up getting uh, you end up getting booked at a crab festival. Crab or crap? Crab. <laughs> the seafood. Okay, uh, good, good, yeah. good. I thought you said crab festival, and I was worried. No, no, no. Thank you, God. And you were kind of you were actually like very relieved because you actually played the the crab festival the year before. It was uh, it was supposed to be a comedy festival, but it was just you, and like no one else showed, like none of the other comics showed up. So this is like so. an insult to me, more or less. So basically, what you do is you would host, feature, and headline every single show, <laughs> and uh, by like the ninth time this happened, people were like, well, "We're like, what the fuck is this? Like, we paid a lot of money for this." Also, um, all of like the like the the people showed up who were going to sell food and stuff, but. No one thought to bring water, so there's just no water. <laughs> so things not do not go well. Yeah, that sounds awful. It's a you know it's it's a you know a whole thing. But what happens is, uh, like I said, so you're you're on this crab festival, and again, you remember that crab festival, and you remember all the fucking dead bodies at the end of it, and, and so you're like, I'm so glad I'm not doing that. How did they die? Uh, at the uh, crab festival? Yeah, they died of. Uh, you know, like dysentery, or they're like stabbed in the, in the fucking heart, or whatever. That's the problem. Who, yeah. who, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, you know, you're uh, you're hanging out at this uh, this crab festival, and you get booked to uh, perform. And uh, there's a band before you that goes up. Uh, they're a Fuel uh, cover band. They're called Lavender and Cream, and they go up and they fucking destroy. Uh, they play. Uh, shimmer like nine times in a row <laughs> oh wow and people are fucking into it and then That's they finish great. and they're like thank you we are lavender and cream and they get off they get off stage and they see you walking on and like they high five you and uh one of them the guy uh lavender he's like he looks at you and he, and he goes i've seen you do stand up oh let's hang out let's watch it's gonna be great and you're like all right and so you go up uh and people are not happy okay because it's they just saw Shimmer nine times. Like, how do you follow that? And that's the first thing you say when you got the microphone. <laughs> that is that would be the first thing I would you say. You go, how do we follow that? And like, uh, and like, there's like dead, there's like dead silence. Like you, yeah. you literally hear a pin drop. <laughs> it kind of hurts your ears. Like that's how silent. Yeah. It is, and then you just go, okay. And you do your acting stuff, and it just does not go well. Like, 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 at one point, you go, you're telling a joke. You go, you know, why don't they make the whole airplane out of the black box or whatever? And then, like, someone shouts out a reason why. They're like, it does, it's not aerodynamic. And like, everyone yeah. just goes like, boo. So it kind of doesn't go that well. But, you know, you, you do your contracted set. You do, like, a 35-minute set, and then... Uh, at minute 35, you're just like, fuck this. And you go, all right, whatever. You know, here's your, you know, here's your next act. It's, it's the, the gin blossoms or like whatever. The real gin blossoms. Yeah. Oh, cool. Not a cover band. No. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Good they, for them. Yeah. They have a, uh, they're doing the thing where they have, they have like a hologram of like the lead singer because he died of drugs. Yeah. And you always thought he was such a, and you always thought he was such a weak piece of shit for that. I I did? Yeah. Personally? So you walk off stage and you go, fuck these guys. You spit on the ground. And like later on, of course, you're like, that was weird, but like whatever. And so uh, you leave and uh, 
Do you eat seafood at all? I don't. No. So you're you're at this uh, this, this crab festival. Uh, it's it's called Crazy Carl's Crabs, <laughs> and uh, it's put together by Crazy Carl. Uh, he's this guy who um, was in the mental uh, he was in mental Lanolax institutions uh, for like twenty two years. And when he came out of it, he was like, all I want to do for the rest of my life is eat the best crab I can. So every every year, Crazy Carl puts together this fucking festival at great personal expense. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, a festival is a lot of work. And he's doing all, he's doing his entire festival just to eat crabs. He loves it. And people bring him like, you know, del- like special waste. Like, like one of them is like, this crab's from the from the 1700s and they give it to him and he's like i believe it and he eats it and it actually honestly is from the 1700s yeah it's a whole it doesn't you know we don't have time to get into it but yeah so you get off stage crazy carl's uh crabs and you're like oof that could have went better this guy goes up after you uh you met him backstage you walk up to him he's wearing like a cowboy hat and like dark shades you look into this guy's shades, and for a second, it's almost like you're looking at dark matter. Oh wow! It's almost like you're watching like the Big Bang, like like a new universe come into. And he goes, uh, he goes, he goes. Nice to meet you. <laughs> he goes, he goes. I'm Rob Dylan. <laughs> And you're just like, all right. So he goes up after you and he goes up and he's just like, ah, and he's, he just does like cover songs. So he's like, ah, can't help falling in love with you. And people are fucking pissed. So you kind of like see that and you see like, you see like the, you see the fucking tide turn. Like you see the people in the crowd being like, yeah, this is weird or whatever. Some guy named Rob Dylan doing this, doing this. But eventually, like the, again, the tides turn. They, they they set the stage on fire. Oh wow! Yeah, Crazy Carl gets sued for seventy-seven million dollars. Oh my god! He pays it all. That's very nice of him. Yeah. Next day, he jumps off a fucking bridge. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> so. uh you know, you're performing shit and it just does not go well. And you're like, that was fucking weird. And you leave and you're like, well, I can't eat any of this stuff, whatever. And you, you think to yourself, man, I should just get home. And so you start walking towards uh, the exit. And then right as you're about to walk over. Like the, the metaphorical line to the exit. Yeah. You hear from behind you uh, this voice. Without a doubt, the worst Maryland accent you've ever heard in your fucking life. Like, you're about to walk over and you just hear, like, hey, hon, wait a minute. What do you do? What do I do? Um, Hey, Robin, you got a minute to chat, hon? You hear from behind you. It sounds like nails on a chalkboard made of child bones. I I know... uh, I think I just keep walking. I don't turn around. I just keep going toward that exit. So you keep walking, and as you walk away, you hear, Hun, eat here, boy. It's me, shithead Steve. What do you do? 
You're still walking away. Do I know Shithead Steve? You feel like you do? <laughs> like there's something about his accent that makes you want to, you know, slit your throat and dead and and just okay. bleed out. But there's a part of it where you're like, I, I feel like I know this guy. Yeah, I think I bit. keep walking still. So you keep walking. Uh, you go to your car. You get into your uh, your car, and you uh, you drive home. You turn on uh, the radio station ninety eight point nine W L A N A L A X, and uh, the guy on the radio. <laughs> Yeah, the guy on the radio. So the guy on the radio is like, "Hey, what's up? It, uh, it's it's DJ Fred Savage, and we are having a great time. We are celebrating the spirit of of rock and roll, old school rock and roll weekend. Uh, w ninety eight point nine W L A N A L A X, baby. And then you hear like a you hear like a baby scream." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like taking care of business every day and you, you fucking love that song oh, okay right? yeah no that's a great song so the scream was like a sound drop i mean it's what you tell yourself okay yeah i will tell myself that so uh you go home you're like this is fucking weird and you, you go to sleep uh you, you dream of a howling void uh you wake up the next day <laughs> And uh, you wake up and you, and you kind of like stretch and you're like, oh, you know, whatever. And you kind of like get out of bed. But as soon as you open your eyes, you see in front of you is this, this man. Uh, he's wearing uh, he's kind of dressed a little bit odd because he's wearing like a like a, a like, like a 1920s detective outfit. But uh, the, like the jacket is just covered in like question marks. And you're like, the hell? And uh, he looks at you, and, and he's also wearing like a pendant with like a fucking raven. Oh! And then he, and then he looks at you, and he goes, "Hey, it's it's shithead Steve again, hun. You got two minutes. What do you do?" Um, God, if he came all the way to my house, he must have something important to tell me. So uh, I say, "What's up?" He takes out a, a can of a uh, Old Bay seasoning. And chugs, like, like basically he puts a little bit of water in it, like swirls it around, chugs the entire fucking thing in That's front of him. That's not good for him. Tears race down his face. <laughs> <laughs> Takes out, yeah, like, it's literally a race. Like, <laughs> at one point, like one of the, uh, the tears uh, falls off his chin before the other one does. And then uh, when that happens, like you hear like, a, yeah, uh, yeah, just answer, yeah, it's pizza. And you get the pizza. There's a pizza being delivered. Thank you. Yeah, just sign. This podcast is called the Lanalax Corporation. Lanalax Corporation. No, <laughs> take the soda, sweetie. He's handing you a soda. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate you. You're the best. Thank Close you so the door. Oh, love you. No, I got him. Okay, I got, got him. All right. Andrew Murphy thought he was like he was he was waiting for like a clarification of the name of the podcast, but he was just standing there waiting to hand him the soda. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what happens is it's it, it, it honestly so he so he like cries and shit. Yeah, and the, the one of the tears wins. Yeah. 
Yeah, when one of the tiers hits the ground before the other one. And one hits the other ground, the other tier is just like two seconds behind it, but it explodes and you like smell sulfur for a moment and you hear, oh no! <laughs> Takes out a can of Natty Bow, pops it, starts drinking. He goes, um, hey dear, hun, how's it going? And again, it's it's the worst Maryland accent you've ever heard in your fucking life. Yeah. Almost as if like it's not a real Maryland accent. Like that's okay. how bad it's. He's sounds. putting it on. Well, you don't really know. Okay. What do you do? Oh, what do I? Um, I ask him uh, what what he needs me to hear because he asked me if I had a minute. So he goes. He goes on to explain that his name is Shithead Steve, and that Shithead Steve has the ability to find the answer to literally any question you have to ask him. Okay. All you have to do is ask him. Yeah. He goes. Hey, dear Robin, what kind of question do you have to ask? Shithead Steve, the only question you're not allowed to ask, hun, is who's the best uh, the best power hitter of all time? The answer is Raphael Palmero, hun. Oh, so I'm he not goes, allowed to ask the question, but goes, I can't have the answer. He goes, I love the O's. <laughs> he was on the Orioles. <laughs> Do you ask him anything? Um... I get my question for him is uh, where is what what path is my life leading me down? And he goes and he kind of like looks at you and he goes, he goes, hey, that's a pretty hard question, hun. He goes, all right, meet me at RBM Food Mart tomorrow at two in the afternoon and I'll be able to give you the answer. And he goes, go O's. He throws down like a, a lot of like a, a old bay seasoning. He just like disappears in a puff. Of Old Bay? Yeah. Okay. And you just hear him go, cow, 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 cow. Ripkin, Ripkin, Ripkin. <laughs> You're like, all right, whatever. Uh, you go out, you end up doing a, a show that night. It's, uh, uh, it's, you're performing at the Velveeta Room. You walk in, the door guy, Michael Park, is like, hot crowd tonight. And it's fucking sold out, dude. Oh, wow. And you fucking walk in, uh, Danny Goodwin's hosting. He eats shit. <laughs> you go up, you have this set of your fucking life. Yeah. You're feeling pretty good. All right, great. You um you go home and uh you're about to fall asleep and you have like again the set of your life. But the one thing that you remember the most from the set is there was this guy in the front row who just didn't laugh at all the whole time. And he had like a like piercing uh blue eyes okay uh you fall asleep uh and you and you you dream basically uh you're flying above like a uh a creek you don't really know where you are exactly but you have like giant wings made out of glove oh and you are flapping those wings <laughs> are and, they uh, leather wings i'm sorry there are they leather wings if there are they is it like latex they are leather oh nice and for a second like you kind of touch them be like what the hell and there it's the smoothest leather you've ever felt in your fucking life for a second you think to yourself like holy shit you know are are these made out of melting butter and you go nope it's just leather (laughs) reassuring so you're flapping around these fucking leather wings flying above this creek the creek's name is and you you don't know how you know this but you just know for a fact that the creek's name is a god's love creek 
and you're just flapping for a while and you just feel amazing. And then uh, suddenly like a, a spear comes through your head and you go, oh no, and you fall down into the creek. And like, uh, <laughs> right when you fall into that creek, you wake up and you're like, well, that was a weird dream. You wake up and uh, it's about an hour before you have to meet Shithead Steve at RBM Food Barn. And I do have to meet him. I mean, if you want to find no, him. I want, no, I, I'm saying, it's a statement. I do have to meet him. Okay, cool. Yes. So you wake up, you decide to like, make yourself some breakfast, make yourself like fucking hash browns or whatever. And um, you, uh, you end up getting to RBM Food Mart at like 2.58. Ooh. What do you do? Um, so so um, when he said to meet him at- Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Oh, great. Okay. I got two minutes. Um, probably like pick up a yerba mate. You grab the yerba your, the, the your mate. You walk up. The guy behind the counter looks like a little perplexed and then suddenly looks frightened. And he goes, it's free. Oh. Just, you, just- just get out. I'm. I can't get out. I'm meeting somebody here. He goes. Just you got to walk outside. You got to leave. Is, so, is something wrong, sir? He goes. He kind of looks at you and he and he mouths the word yes, but he goes no. Of course. What could possibly be wrong at the RBM Food Mart? I guess I walk out. Blood pours out of his. Flesh <laughs> oh <out>. oh no. <laughs> do you walk around? Uh, do you walk around back to meet Shithead Steve? It's three o'clock. <sighs> Yeah, I do. Yeah. You walk around back and uh, behind uh, RBM Food Mart is the mangled dead body of Shithead Steve. Oh, my God. He is uh, covered in cuts. His uh, his uh, like uh, trench coat with the question marks on it. They're like all cut up to shit. The raven on his pendant looks pissed. It's glowing yellow. Do you touch it? Yeah, I do. You touch it and you hear like a recording of Shithead Steve getting murdered. And he's like, oh, no, it hurts so bad. He's like, oh, I didn't know they made knives this sharp, hun. Oh, no, this never gets easier. Oh, that's my main vein. Oh, it's my kidney. It's gone. He goes, anyway, Robin, why'd you do this to me? Why'd you send me here? So the trajectory of your life is it's going up a little bit. I think you'll be all right. They cut off all my toenails, hun. It hurts. It just hurts. And like it stops recording. So it's like you find out that like your life's getting better. It's It'll be okay, I guess. Yeah. But at what cost? The life of shithead Steve. Yeah, I feel so guilty. So you kind of feel a little bit weirded out. And you. So, so what do you do after that? I uh, I call an ambulance. You call an ambulance. They're, you call nine one one. This guy, this person's like, "Hello, uh, hey, it's me, uh, Clarence Downs. Uh, hope you're having a good night. How how can I help you?" Oh, uh, there's a there's a dead body outside the RBM Food Mart, and also the guy inside is bleeding, but tells me that he's fine. And he goes, "Okay, uh, thank you, appreciate it. We're sending over our best boys." And you kind of like, so, so what do you do? Uh. I say thanks and I hang up. Do you wait around or do you? I think I do because I'm worried about the guy inside. You wait around and uh, a very small ambulance like pulls up. <laughs> How and, small like, are we talking? It's, it's you know, probably the third of size that you're used to. And a bunch okay. of like small boys come out <laughs> and they run over and they're like, we're here. <laughs> they, we're the best boys. And they, we're here to pick up the body. And you're like, 
Okay. And then they take the body away. And like his legs are like sticking like well out of the fucking, you know, little boy ambulance. But they drive away and you're like, all right. And you're like, whatever. I, I did what I was supposed to do. And so, so you have the rest of the day to yourself. It's a Wednesday. What do you do? Um, I've had a long day, so I think I'm going to take a nap. You fall asleep. You come to. You're in an all-white space. Almost as if it's a room with no walls. It's like you're almost floating there. And you're like, what the heck is this? And uh, suddenly from behind you, you hear like, drip, 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 drip. What do you do? Now, am I hearing actual dripping sounds or am I hearing somebody whisper drip, 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 drip? You're hearing somebody whisper it. I turn around and I say, hey, who are you? So you turn around and stand there's this guy. He's about nine feet tall. He is dressed like a clown. And he is holding a balloon. The balloon is basically... It looks, it's basically your face on this balloon. And uh, the blood is, there's like blood pouring from uh, the mouth, the balloon, and the balloon keeps going, drip, 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 drip. As the, uh, the pool, there's a pool of blood that like uh, just sort of rests easily underneath. And uh, the clown in front of you goes, hello, Robin. My name is Dreamy Dan, ruler of the dreamscape. <laughs> the balloon uh, pops and your head explodes. My head explodes. <laughs> you, dry in the, you die in the dreamscape. Oh, so shit. So I die in real life. Yeah. Well, no, because no. Your, your body stays alive, but your body just stays asleep for uh, the next uh, 2,000 years. Um, so your spirit is dead, but the dead husky, your fucking body is like put out on display for people, for like kids to walk by and laugh at and stuff. Wait, what? Why? They go, they go, there's the sleepy idiot. <laughs> and so you're, you're known as a sleepy idiot. And then, so they're laughing at me for being in a coma. Yeah. Okay. But they just, but they don't, they don't view it as such. They view it as you're just taking a fucking nap or whatever. And so basically what happens is about a uh, 3000 years uh, in the future, the, uh, the United States is nuked by Sweden and the body is destroyed <laughs> <laughs> and you go to hell. Oh no, I go to hell. <laughs> Why I go to hell? <laughs> Cause you're an asshole. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> You walk into hell when you first pop in and you and you go and you look around and you go, holy smokes. And then Satan pops up and he goes, almost. And then he just starts stabbing you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh my God. Sweden was so mad at the USA. So they just bombed it. They and, just bombed it. Yeah. What can you it do? It happens. What can you do? 